Hi there! Welcome to the Healing Unscripted podcast, where we talk about all of the complicated, beautiful, infuriating aspects of healing. I'm Megan, and I am so glad you're here. Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome back to another episode of the Healing Unscripted podcast. I am so excited to have you here today because we are going to talk about owning your power. I am so excited about this topic because for a really long time, I felt like I didn't have any power. And we talked about this a little bit last week in our episode on codependency with Coraline Hazelwood. But this week, I want to talk about strategies for stepping into your power. How do you recognize where you have power and where it's okay to accept that maybe you're not in control of everything? Let's be honest, the universe is big and you can't control all of it. So today we're going to dive into all of that. Let's get started. Okay, so what does it mean to own your power or to step into your power or to own your agency? What does that mean really? To me, what it means is recognizing what you have control over and what you don't. So my coach, so I'm a mental health coach and I have a business coach (laughs) because all good coaches have coaches, I think. Uh, My coach likes to talk about the three types of business. There's your business, other people's business, and the universe's business. And the only thing you have control over is your business. And sometimes that can feel really disempowering. That can feel like there's so much I don't have control over, like what is even the point, right? But that's actually the opposite message that I want you to receive from this podcast today. The reality is, yes, you can't control other people's business and you can't control the universe's business or God's business or whatever you believe in, but you absolutely can control your business. And this doesn't always apply when it comes to uh, victimization and everything. And you can check out our victim mindset episode for more information on that. Uh, There are obviously some things that happen to you that are completely outside of your control and can trigger reactions in you that are outside of your control to some extent, Uh, like triggers, for instance. You are not necessarily responsible for that initial triggered response. And I saw this on Instagram the other day and I love it. You're not responsible for your immediate triggered response, but you are responsible for that secondary response. You can choose how to respond to that triggered response. And when I figured that out, it was so powerful for me, everybody. It was so powerful Not because I was like, oh, I've been shirking my responsibility and I'm actually secretly terrible. Not going down the shame road. Just accepting that there are some things in this life I can actually affect change on. For so long, I genuinely believed that everything just happened to me and I couldn't do anything about it because that's how it felt. And that's how it was for a long time. When you're a kid, you really don't have much agency, right? You can't drive. You can't get yourself from place to place. You are not in charge of your own decisions. Half the time, I mean, kids aren't even in charge of what they wear, depending on the parents. Like, you have very little choice in this world as a kid. 
And as you grow up, it can be hard to re regain that choice, to claim your power and your agency over the choices in your life. Okay, so, so far we've been talking about this in the very large abstract sense of things. Let's get specific. Let's take a look at what this really looks like in your life. Using an example from my life, of course. (laughs) So recently I was offered a job that I don't want, but I feel obligated to take. So before I stepped into my power, before I could see the way I was allowed to make choices in my life, I would probably take the job because it feels like I should. There's lots of reasons to take the job and I was offered it. And so I should say yes. Now, because I have stepped into my power and because I recognize that I'm allowed to make choices instead of just letting things happen to me, I don't think I'm going to take the job, you guys, (laughs) which is super scary and crazy. Like, I have a job. My job is a blogger and coach and general content creator. I have a job and I'm going to stick to that job. Um, That takes a lot of guts, (laughs) if I'm being totally honest, not to toot my own horn, but that is a scary decision to make, especially when you're offered something. It's so easy to just say yes and let it happen to you instead of making the choice, instead of making a conscious decision. And that's something I am really working on recently, making conscious decisions. Instead of taking the path of least resistance, I am slowing down and really looking at which path I actually want to take. Instead of doing whatever comes most naturally, whatever is easiest, because like I said, so often we have that triggered response and that's an automatic response that we sometimes can't even control. And if we just lean into that and let that take over, then we're not making conscious decisions in our lives. And that is not what you want, (laughs) let me tell you, because like I said, for so long, I did not recognize that I had agency. And what that meant was I always took the path of least resistance. I did whatever came easiest, whatever felt most natural, because I couldn't slow down and think about it. I couldn't slow down and think about my life, because if I did, I would see so much stuff that I wasn't ready to look at yet. And I think that's a really big part of owning your power is being able to own your vulnerabilities as well. Being able to say, you know, this is a really tricky, sensitive point for me. And this is a really strong point for me. Being able to slow down enough to recognize that you are a human being, a full human being with all kinds of flaws but also all kinds of strengths. Hi there, everybody. I just want to take a minute to interrupt this podcast episode to tell you all about my program, Neurodivergent Magic. Get shit done in 24 hours or less. Executive dysfunction is one of the number one problems for neurodivergent folks. And if you don't know, executive dysfunction is basically when you really want to do something, you are trying to do something and you just can't get yourself to do it. This is one of the biggest issues amongst neurodivergent people. And I have learned so much on how to cope with it that I want to pass it on to you. 
In this nine-week group coaching program, we will cover both the emotional side of executive dysfunction and the practical side. So you will learn practical tools for how to cope with it, but you'll also tackle the emotional blocks that make executive dysfunction come back over and over again. If this program sounds right for you, make sure you check out the link in the show notes. I would absolutely love to see you in Neurodivergent Magic. Okay, so making conscious decisions about what to do in your life instead of taking the path of least resistance, that is the answer to stepping into your power. Great, simple, so simple. I'll just start doing that right now, right? (laughs) How are you supposed to actually do this? I think the key, I think there's no key, actually. I think there are a couple of things that can be very helpful. How about that? First of all, journaling. I think journaling is a huge part of becoming more conscious and understanding yourself better and therefore making decisions that are right for you uh, more often. So I have a lot of people reach out to me and they say like, I know I'm supposed to journal. I know it's really good for mental health. I just like don't know what I'm doing and I feel silly and I don't know what to write. Uh, Do you have any advice for that? And my advice for that would be to check out the Journey Through Journaling workbook from Blessing Manifesting, which I will link in the show notes. Um, Incredible workbook, incredible site. If you just check out Blessing Manifesting, you'll get a lot out of that. But um, this particular product, Journey Through Journaling, it, it teaches you how to journal and to, in a way that will help you get something out of it. So yeah, 10 out of 10, highly recommend. I'll put that link in the show notes. So um, that's a big part of becoming more conscious to your decisions and making conscious decisions and using your power to have a choice instead of letting circumstances rob you of that power. Um. So yeah, journaling, highly recommend that for becoming more conscious. I also, you guys know, I am a huge uh, advocate for EFT tapping. So EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, and the whole point of it is to free up your emotions and give them room to breathe so that you can become more conscious. That is literally the point of EFT tapping. So I think this could be super helpful. I have a whole episode on EFT tapping that I'll link down below. I also have some paid products that I will link below. Um, A simple guide to EFT tapping. I have a couple of bundles. The basic bundle comes with the simple guide and with some pre-recorded Uh, audio guides through EFT tapping. And the ultimate bundle comes with the simple guide and lots of really cool pre-recorded audio guides to EFT tapping. So I will link all of those things below in the show notes. So if you are interested in becoming more conscious, if you are ready to take that next step and own your power, own your agency, there are tools. All you got to do is step up and take them. And they're literally in the show notes for you. Okay, so we've talked about what it feels like to not own your power, to not recognize your agency. And we've talked about ways to increase your own power and your own consciousness to your own decisions. Now I want to talk about what does it feel like when you're in your power? How are you supposed to know if you've stepped into your power? Like this is a very amorphous thing. It's very vague how are you supposed to know? What does it feel like? And I can definitely speak to this because I have been in both situations. I have felt a complete and total lack of agency and I have felt 
very powerful in my decisions and in my existence as a person. So to me, I think what it feels like when you're in your power is calm. It's like the eye of the storm. There's all this chaos swirling around you, all this indecision, all this fear. And there's this moment of calm, of just knowing that you're making the right decision, not because it's some magical, correct way of doing things, but because you have decided it. And because you have decided it, it's right. You have given it its correctness simply by virtue of being yourself and owning your agency and your ability to choose. When you're in your power, you recognize that there isn't always a correct decision to be made. And instead of that paralyzing you, it lights you up. It makes you realize that there are so many options out there for you. When you're in your power, you're excited by possibilities instead of daunted by them. And that's what it feels like to really be the fullest version of yourself. And I don't say this from a position of, well, this is how I feel all the time. (laughs) Not at all. But I have felt it. I have gotten glimpses of this incredible experience. And I really want you to start getting glimpses of it too, because it is powerful, let me tell you. So now it's your turn. Now it's your turn to go out into the world and start making choices that reflect what you really want. I know you can do this. I know that you can do this. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, We are drawing to a close here. Of course, we're going to end with a guided meditation as always, and hopefully it makes you feel empowered to make some conscious decisions about your life. Uh, But before we get there, I I just want to say thank you again. Thank you so much for listening. It means so, so much to know you're out there. And I really hope this podcast helps you feel empowered and helps you feel heard and seen in a really special way. Um, Before we go, I also want to announce just one more time, I have some EFT tapping products coming out. So check the links in the show notes. And um, yeah, just make sure you're taking full advantage of these tools that can help you step into your power. Okay, let's go ahead and hop on into the guided meditation. Let's start by taking a nice deep breath in through the nose, then exhaling slowly through the mouth. Another deep breath in, and again, let it out. Imagine you are walking through a forest. It's nighttime and the moon only peeks out from behind the clouds occasionally. Otherwise, you are in darkness, surrounded by twiggy branches that catch on your clothes and tear at your skin and make you wonder if they might actually be fingernails, someone reaching out from the shadows. In the dark, we are afraid. In the dark, we cannot know what's coming, and we are forced to be hypervigilant of danger, and neglectful of joy. But in the dark, we can hide. We can hide our flaws, our failures, 
our true self. And this hiding is so tempting that many of us never realize the light is directly behind us, following on our heels if only we would turn around and step into it. Sometimes we know the light is behind us, and still we choose to stay in the dark. Our eyes have adjusted, and it doesn't seem so scary anymore. We tell ourselves that we don't mind the dark, don't mind the cold, don't mind the creaking, moaning, whispering sounds of the forest. We tell ourselves this is okay because the possibility of stepping into the light brings with it something far worse than spooky sounds. The unknown. How will people respond to us once they can see us fully? How will others who are lost in the dark react when they see us step into the light? Who would we even be unshrouded? These are questions we cannot know the answers to. Instead, the answers will unfold outside of our control, and that is scary. But even scarier is the prospect of never feeling warmth permeate your skin, never basking in the light and knowing you are safe without having to check around every corner. Your truth is where you belong. All other homes are false and unable to bring fulfillment. You do not need to step fully into the light right away. Try simply turning around and looking at your truth. Try dipping your toes into the dappled sunshine before immersing your whole body in its glow. Take one step, then another. Your truth is where you belong, and you will get there in your own time. Peace be with you.